Hey, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Lamed Aleph in Beitza. We learn for a four shlame for Yosef Israel Ben Chaim Michal. From the top of the page, Mavian Eitzim Minasada on Yantif. If you had, <clears throat> if you had wood that was uh, prepared out in the field, Minamachuna says the Mishnah, gathered, gathered wood that you had prepared before Yantif. Are you allowed to bring that in to use for fuel on Yontif, for cooking, etc.? Of course. That's what the Mishnah says. You can bring it from Sodom Menachonis if it's gathered in. We'll see this is not necessarily the, the uh, accepted view in the, in the Gemara. But here it says, even if it's not in an enclosure, if it's just out in the field, but it was gathered together. Or Menachonis, if you had an enclosure. An enclosure means it's got walls around it, even if it doesn't have a top, doesn't have a ceiling, but it's an enclosure out, outside. Even if it's scattered, even if it hasn't been gathered, but all the wood is in one place inside an enclosure, that's what you're allowed to do. That's what our mission says. Ezo Karfaf, what is an enclosure? It's a Karfaf as long as it's within, let's say, 70 Amas of the city. Though that's Rabbi Yehuda's words. Again, Rabbi Yehuda goes with his shita that he holds of Muksa. And therefore, if it's been prepared, if, if Erev Yantif, you already gathered the stuff together, even out in the field, according to the mission of the way our mission reads, it's okay, because you prepared it. It's not muktzah anymore. But if it's scattered out in the field, then it's muktzah. You didn't set that aside. Or if it's in an enclosure, even if it's scattered within the enclosure, that's also considered prepared, and that's not muktzah. Divra anything where you need a key to get in there, even if it's not next to Shabbos. So we'll see if the Gemara will explain what the machlokas is. But Rabbi Yudah says... As, as long as it's within this, nearby the city, this enclosure, it's okay. Rabbi says, if you have to get in with a key, even if it's, uh, even if it's far away, meaning within Tchum Shabbos, within 2,000 Amas of the city boundary, that's also okay. And we'll see, we paskin like Rabbi But what's, what's the first part of the Mishra Rabbi I remember Shmuel. Rabbi Yudah says, listen, He disagrees with the way our Mishnah reads. He says, you can only bring in wood to burn, to, to use for fuel on Yontif. Oh, obviously, we're talking about Yontif, not Shabbos. Only if it's gathered and it's in an enclosure. Not a gathered out in the field or in an enclosure scattered, but rather only if it's gathered in, put together ready in the enclosure. I have, our, our mission reads otherwise. Our mission says, if it's in an enclosure, even if it's scattered in the, within the enclosure, the answer is Mastis Nechidoya. Our Mishnah is not the proper reading of Rabbiuda. Our Mishnah goes with a Shitas Yachid. It's only one individual who reads Rabbiuda's Shita that way. This is, and as our Mishnah goes like Rabshimana Lazar, who reads the Machlokas this way. What is, how does he learn? He says, There's no Machlokas. If, if it's spread out, scattered in the fields, that's certainly Muktza. Sha'in Mavian. Even. Beishamai, even Beishilo, rather, even Beishilo, who's more makel, says that's certainly muktza. If it's uh, wood that's scattered out in the fields, that's not, uh, that's not prepared. She'en mevien. Ba'al mochres and And even Beishamai agrees that if it's gathered in within an enclosure and it's gathered together, as long as it's been prepared before Yantav, that's certainly shemavien. You could bring that into your house to burn on Yantav. Alma nechleku. What's the machlokas? Machlokas is... If it's scattered in an enclosure, or if it's gathered in out in the field, that again our mission reads that's okay, right? But but uh, Reb Shimon Lazar 
that's how he learns. Rabbi Shimon Alaza says, in other words, it's Rabbi Shimon Alazar who learns the sheet of Basila, like Rabbi Yehuda and our Mishnah, that as long as it's gathered in even in the field, or if it's scattered in an enclosure, that's okay. In other words, our Mishnah goes with the way Rabbi Shimon Alazar learns. However, Rabbi Yehuda Shmuel says that's not the halacha, that's not the way we learn shot in Rabbi Yehuda or in Basila, but rather you can only bring in wood if it's been set aside, been prepared, been gathered in, and it's in an enclosure. Amarava. Rava says like this, Ali Khan, let's say you have uh, shrub leaves, or vine leaves, even though they've been heaped up, and they're sitting here waiting, since if the wind would, would if the wind rises, the wind would scatter them. So he learns these, these uh, loose kind of leaves, not heavy wood, but loose kind of leaves from shrubs and vines, etc. Even if it's heaped up, that's considered scattered and it's osir. But if you put some sort of a vessel on them yesterday to weigh it down, then it's okay because then that's, that's considered prepared. Ezo Karfef. So the Mishnah said, besides what we saw that the, according to Rabbi Yudamashmul, the way that our Mishnah reads is not the halacha, it can't be. Uh, gathered in the fields or or scattered in the in the enclosure, but rather it has to be gathered into the enclosure to be mutter to be used on yantif. What's the definition of karfa? So he said the karfa is if it's close by the city. Yossi says if you have to go in with a key, even if it's far away, meaning with, as long as it's within the tum shabbos, you're allowed to walk. The isra of tumin, which is mo- pretty much considered to be drabanan, is the same for shabbos and for yantif. Iboilu. So he asked this question: Hechikomer. When Rabbi Yossi disagrees with Rabbi Yehuda, are they disagreeing about the key, or are they just disagreeing about how does it have to be close to the city or not? When Rabbi Yehuda says it's got to be the karfef that we're matter to bring in from a karfef, according to where our mission reads, Rabbi Shimon Lazar, that it's even scattered, according to Rabbi Shmuel, only if it's gathered, but you can bring it from a karfef, that's only if it has a key. In other words, if it's near the city, Rabbi Yehuda says it's got to be near the city and it has a key. If it's got a key, I feel it with Shabbos Nami. If it's got a key, anything is good, even Tchum Shabbos doesn't be the city. When Rabbi says if it's near the city, he means near the city with a key or without. Whether you need a key or not, it's mutter. He says, I agree with you. You don't need a key if it's near the city, but if you've got a key, you could even go out to Tchum Shabbos. If it's out, out near the Tchum Shabbos. But if it doesn't have a key, maybe Rabbi Yossi is coming to argue on both aspects. Meaning Rabbi Yudah said, <coughs> if it's near the city, we don't care if it has a key or not. And that's where Rabbi Yudah says it's okay. And Rabbi Yossi is coming along to say, no, that if even Tchum Shabbos, but if it's got to have a key. If it doesn't have a key, I, I disagree, even if it's nearby the city. So is he arguing on both or only on one aspect of what Rabbi said? Toshma. Midik Tanu Rabbi since Rabbi Yossi says, Since he said it, he should have just, if, if Rabbi Yudah was only talking about if it has a key, and we're talking about only a key, and Rabbi Yossi agrees with that, so Rabbi says, oh, if it's got a key, why do you have to add on why do you have to say, if you go in with a key, even if Rabbi Yudah is only talking about with a key, then he should say, oh, with a key, I feel Tachum Shabbos. 
You didn't have to say kosher nechasam b'tzachas v'fiel b'tochet chum shabbos. Shema mi no rabbiosi tarti l'kor. Rabbiosi is going two aspects of the cooler. Meaning, rabbiosi is saying if it's near the city, it doesn't need a key, and if it's got a key, even if it's far away, b'tochet chum shabbos. Come, come. Shema mi no. So you see from rabbiosi's answer what he means. Like Rashi says, seven lines down in the wide lines in Rashi. Dear rabbiosi b'tochet tala tala. If he says only with a key. If you're only talking about the key, if your beauty is only talking about keys, listen, anything with the key is good no matter what. The key of the key is good no matter what. He says that. Rabbi Yossi is saying you only need a key if it's far away. If it's within the city, if it's near the city, you don't need a key at all. Rabbi Yudah also doesn't say you need both. Rabbi Yudah says it's a car if it's only near the city. But if it's near the city, you don't need a key. Rabbi Yudah also doesn't say you need both. Rabbi Yudah also doesn't say you need also does not mean that you need dafka a key. Because again, if you if he says you need a key, he shouldn't have said Rafil Batokum Shabbos, he should have just said whatever has a key is okay, no matter what. So since he says, since Rabbiosi's answer is if you have a key, I feel Tachum Shabbos telling you that even Tachum Shabbos with a key, but when it's near the city, you don't need a key. And Lakula, meaning if it's near the city, you don't need a key. If it has a key, even if it's far away from the city, you can gather in from there. But presumably, like Rabbi Yudah only if it's within a karfif and only gathered in within a karfif, so it's prepared before. We're going to sheet of Rabbi Yudah who holds of Muksa. Says the next Mishnah, We're assuming now that the reason that you're not allowed to chop wood, we're talking about chopping wood, is because of malacha. Not because of muktza, but rather because of malacha. Meaning, you shouldn't chop trees, lomana course not from beams, lomana koshanish even a beam that broke on Shabbos, on Yantif rather, it broke down on Yantif, let's say the beam was in the house, part of the structure, and it broke on Yantif, you can't use it, it's muktza. And, but the, presumably the main reason is, is because you're doing heavy work, you're chopping. Then the mission adds on, and you shouldn't chop, not with an axe, not with a saw, with a sickle, with a cleaver, like a butcher's cleaver. Not a, the other instruments, the axe and the saw and the sickle are considered more craftsmanship workers, craft, craftsmen's uh, um, utensils, tools. Those are real craftsmen's tools. Whereas a chopper or a cleaver is more of a butcher's thing. It's not considered a, uh, a craftsman. So he says, you can only use a kufa. So the Gemara is going to ask right away, well, I don't understand. The first part of the mission says, you don't chop wood on Yantif at all, not from a beam. Uh, you certainly can't cut down a tree. That's mechubah lekarka. That's certainly not mutter. We're talking about something that was already cut down. Right? You have a beam now. He says, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't chop beams. 
or even a beam that broke on Yantif, you also shouldn't. And then he says you shouldn't chop them with axes, saws, sickles, but you could with a cleaver. So the Gemara says right away, the first part of the mission says you can't chop wood on Shabbat, on Yantif. Can't chop wood on Yantif. Sure, certainly on Shabbos. Shabbos, for sure, it's a malacha. But here on Yantif, he says you can't chop wood either. It's too much work. Then he says, oh, but you can't do it only with, let's say, with craftsmen's tools. Not with real tools, but with a chopper, with a cleaver, you could. I'm Rishon Mekalam. I'm Rabbi Yudah Again, Rabbi Yudah explains the mission like he explained the first mission on the Taf, on Amr Aleph. Chasur Mechzer, something's missing here. There's a lacuna. Something's missing from the from the Mishnah. This I have to learn the Mishnah. You can't chop from a pile of beams. A pile of beams that presumably was set aside here for construction. You can't chop then. But why? Not because of the work involved, but rather because it's muktza. The reason is because of muktza. Like we're going with shita, just like the first Mishnah seemed to Rabbiuta. This Mishnah is also Rabbiuta. Because of muktza. And nor, nor from a beam that broke on Yantif because it was Muktza. Ah, if it was broken, Erev Yantif. So now the issue is simply, is it Muktza or not? Then you could. Then you could. So the first issue is we're talking about, is it Muktza or not? And when they chop, don't use don't use craftsman's tools. It's simply with a simple one because here you shouldn't do too much work. Right, man, that's the issue. I forgot, right? That uh, even though these things, if it was, if it was, uh, if it was uh, broken already, Arab Yantif, so you could have had in mind for fuel, right? So the first part of this telling you can't be muktza. We're not talking about the heavy work. We're talking about muktza. Then we say even after we, even after you're dealing with something which is not muktza because it broke before Yantif, right? You could break, you could chop that, but you can only chop it not with a craftsman's tools because that's too, that's uvda de chol, but rather you should use just a regular cleaver. Don't, uh, don't chop wood from a pile of beams, presumably a pile of beams that was set aside for something, construction, whatever. That's muktza. Because it was also muktza, banish mashas, erev yantiv. It's not prepared. So that's what we mean over here. It's in here of muktza. Hey, but but even if when you could do it, when it's not muktzah because it broke on Erev Yantif, you shouldn't use a craftsman's tools because that's uvderachol. We're talking about, it says you shouldn't use a kardom, but what could you use? You could use a kupitz, which is a chopper. Now we'll see over here that we're talking about a kind of a chopper or a cleaver that had two sides to it. Two sides to it. Actually, I think I have one of those. I should have brought it with me. It's put away somewhere. Um... Uh, what is this? What what is it? You can only use, can only use the um, the, the two sides to it. One is like what you think of as an as an axe, more wider. He calls that the female side, the wider side, which is more more of a, a something used to to uh, cut down a tree. And the other side looks more like a hammer, like more of a smaller side. So he says when you can use the kupitz, this kupitz that we're talking about, this cleaver, he says lo You should only use the wide side. Meaning that mean the female side, the wide side, which is more Rashi explains, that's used really for cut for chopping down trees, for cutting down trees, a tree that's uh, that's attached to the ground. You want to chop, you want to cut it down. That's what that side is used for. mutter. So he says when you shouldn't use an axe in our Mishnah, we're talking about an axe a cardom, which is it's two sides. One side is an axe and one side is a cleaver. 
right? Or a hammer. So he says, look, look you should, you, when he says you can't use the card, and we're only talking about the side that's wider, that looks like an axe. Isn't that obvious? But we learned that you could use that chopper, so you should, you should certainly be able to use the chopper side. That's only when the cleaver or the chopper, that's all it is. It's only got one side to it, uh, or both sides are, 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 are like hammers. But if, let's say, you have an instrument, which one side is an axe and one side is a, is a cleaver, Ema, Ema, I might say, Migu de Haigis Osser, since this X, the side of the, which has got an X is also to use, Haigis Anami Osser, Kamashmon Deretz Mutter. In other words, when Rav Chinnabar was talking about over here, he was speaking about a, he was talking about a, a car, a, um, when you say over here that um, you can, he, he, in his town, you had an instrument which one side was an axe and one side was a hammer. So he says, or, or, or a, uh, a cleaver. So he said, you know what? You could, you, uh, th- this that it's also to use is only the axe side, but the cleaver side is okay. Because uh, you might think that uh, even though you could use a cleaver in the Mishnah, that's only if, if the instrument only had a cleaver. But if it's one side, it's an axe, and one side's a cleaver, you might say, since you can't use the axe, you can't use the cleaver, that you may. Some learn on the safer, on the side that it's mutter. The Mishnah says that B'kufz you're allowed to use. Uh, that you're allowed to use the kupitz, you're allowed to use the cleaver. You can only use the narrow side, the smaller side, because that side is the cleaver side of them. But the X side of that same instrument is also. So in the we learn you can't use an axe, so obviously you can't use the X side. That's only if the whole instrument is an axe. Nothing else. That's a craftsman that looks like If you have an instrument which has got both on it, both an axe, both a cleaver and an axe, I might think since this side is motoshari, you can use the other side too, Kamash that it's not. No, that's because here we're not talking about any more an issue of muktza. We're talking about a you're cutting a beam which is not muktza because it was already it was already broken air of Yanta, Banashmashos. It was already here. The issue is 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 it of So you might think that uh that's uh, e- e- either way. You might think that if you have an instrument that has both, it's either mutter because of the uh, because of the cleaver side, or it's also because of the X side. Kamashmal know that the uvdurachol is only when you use the X side, not when you use the cleaver side. Let's say you have a building or construction, let's say a hut or whatever, that was full of fruits, veniches, uh, and it broke open, like one of the walls just broke open. Nothing menu. You could take from the part that's open, the breached wall, you could take fruits out of there. Isn't it muktza? Isn't it muktza? What's going on over here? So we say it's not, why is it muktza over here? The fruits themselves aren't muktza, but it's muktza machziser. If the building is totally, let's say you have some sort of a hut or a whatever, a small building, which is all sealed up, and then it's muktza machziser because the only way to get to the fruits is to break down the wall, which is also because of stira, of the dem- demolishing on Shabbos or Yontif. So he says over here, if it broke open, you're allowed to take from the breach part, and the Gemara is going to ask right away, isn't it muktza? Why isn't it muktza? Rameir says, you can even break it on Yontif. You can break the building down on Yontif, make a hole in it, and take stuff out. What's going on? Amayva kasasa, says the Gemara right away, you're, you, are, you are breaking down a, uh, a tent. You're steer, you're demolishing, you're 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 knocking down a building. How is that motor on Yantif? We're not talking about a building which is constructed properly with bricks and sealed or stone and, and sealed with cement. We're talking about where you simply have a 
uh, a layer of bricks, loose bricks, but there's a layer. So therefore, therefore on Yantif, where because of Simchas Yantif, and you want to eat the fruits, you're allowed to do it. In other words, it broke. It wasn't because there's no Isra Dorais over here. Let's say you would take the bricks apart. There's no Isra Dorais. You're not really demolishing. It's Muktza maybe. But, uh, so on Shabbos, you shouldn't do that. But it's not an Isra Dorais. So you're not demolishing. And therefore, if it fell down by itself, it's not Muktza Machmas Isra because the, uh, even knocking it down on Shabbos wouldn't have involved an Isra Dorais. And therefore, it's not Muktza Machmas Isra. That's what he says. Nachman said, "Is that really from Nachman said? Honey, live me. Let's say you had some leftover bricks. You did a construction job and you finished your house, and there's some leftover bricks. You're allowed to use them on Shabbos. Those bricks they're now they're no longer for construction. You're, you finish your construction on Wednesday, so and you got extra bricks here. You're allowed to move them on Shabbos. You could sit down on them. You could lay down on them. In other words, they could be used as a bench." So the motor shargina, but if you arrange them in a pile, demonstrating that you're planning to use them for construction, you're going to use them again. Vadiyaktin, and then it's muktza. But what do you see here? You see that once they're muktza, they are muktza. So here, if you put them in a pile, that's muktza. So here too, uh, why does he say, oh, it's okay here because the building didn't have cemented bricks together. It was just a pile of bricks, but a pile of bricks is also muktza. Amr Avzeir Biyantav Amru Avalobashabas. You're right. When Rabbi Nechumi Barad Rabbi Shmuel said over here, explained the Mishnah, he was explaining and saying only on Yontif, because of Simchas Yontif we were moderate, but not because of Shabbos, it would certainly be Muktzah. Rashi says, Rabbi Zeir, Biyontif, he to Rabbi says you can even knock it down on Yontif. Forget about the fact that if it fell down by itself, it's not Muktzah, why? Because it's not Muktzah, Machlis the fruits aren't Muktzah, and the building wasn't Muktzah because... It didn't. It wouldn't involve an isidoraisa. It's not muksa machmasis or even contribute. Possibly this would be mutter. But Rav Zera says when Rav Zera says over here that um, I mean Rav Zera is explaining that when Rav Nachumi Bar Ado said the name of Shmuel Bavir the Livni, why is that mutter to do? Because it's in Yontif. It's not on Shabbos. He to Rav Meir. Rav Meir was mutter to even knock down these bricks on Yontif. Even the Rabbanu Rosser Umishim Simchas Yontif Shari Shari Mutter Ba Ochol Nefesh. Ochel nefesh, I want to get to the fruits, it's mutzah. In other words, you're right, it is mutzah. It's mutzah on Shabbos. Like Rabbi Yudah holds of mutzah, these bricks would be mutzah. But in Yantif, because we're matir ochel nefesh, so the ochel nefesh, we're matir to take the bricks down to, that's Rameyr Shita. It's only on Yantif, not on Shabbos. Tanya Namiyachi, Rameyr Romer, Af Pochis the you could even knock down this building. Again, the building that is not a solid building, doesn't involve demolition, it's just really uh, piles of bricks. Uh, surrounding these fruits, you're allowed to take them apart. Another halacha. They used to have in the ground uh, either an entrance to a cave or uh, an entrance to a, um, uh, to a pit uh, that had a door on it that was sealed with rope. As you had a rope on it, uh, there was the, you tied the rope together. It wasn't a keshesh lakayama because it was made to open and close. So these kind of seals, it's really knots in the ground, meaning they're closing up a, 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 a structure in the ground, like a, a pit or a, a ditch of some sort that had a door on it uh, or, a, or a cave. And uh, what are you allowed? Are you allowed mater, uh, mater on Shabbos? You're allowed to open it up. Because it's not a Kesher Shalkanyama, so you're allowed to untie the knot. Not a permanent knot, but you're allowed to untie the knot. 
but you can't you can't unravel the rope. In other words, you can't do it by by uh, taking the rope apart. For the chotah, you certainly can't cut it. That's on Shabbos. That's uh, that's the seal of the knot in the ground, meaning in a structure in the ground. Shabbakalim, though, let's say you had a utensil that had a uh, some sort of a little box that also had doors on it with a rope with a ceiling rope. Can you open that? Shabbakalim matur mafkiv chotah. You can do anything you want. Why? Echad Shabbos and Echad Yontav. Why? Because he holds like Beis Hillel that Ain Binyan Vestir Bekelim. There's only Binyan and Stir, only construction and demolition on structures in the ground, attached to the ground, but not on utensils. There is nothing there. So therefore, Shabbakalim Matur, you could untie it, or you could even unravel the rope, or you can cut it. Echad Shabbos Fechad Yontav. You're allowed to do Shabbos Yontav. That's what Shmuel said. Meisve, you have a Kashan Shmuel. Meisve, Chosam Shabbakarka, if you have. This kind of a knot in the ground. That part is okay. But he says on Yantif, Shmuel said there's no difference for Shabbos and Yantif. Here he says, You can not only untie it, but you could unravel it and you could cut it. So that's a, it goes against what Shmuel said. So the says, No, how money Meaning, meaning, when he says over here, uh, he says over here, I, I, the, our, our Mishnah, who says, you could even unravel In other words, this Mishnah that says on Yont, if you're allowed, to, not this Bryce, rather, that says, Akash and Shmuel, Shmuel says in Shabbos and Yontif, that on Kalim, uh, you could do whatever you want, but on, uh, in the Karka, in the ground, you cannot unravel or, or cut it. Right, whether it's Shabbos or Yontif, you can't do it. And this Bryce reads that on Yontif you could do whatever you want. This this, here we're ta- this Bryce is only talking about things attached to the ground. They have a low mafkia, a low chotech, right? A low chotech. But Shabbos matter of a low mafkia, a low chotech. Yontif you could even matter of a mafkia, a chotech. The answer goes like Rameir, who's more making when it comes to Yontif. Damar afa pochus lechilah on Yontif, even though it involves some iser of mutza. He says, you know what, on Yontif you're allowed to do that. Uh, for Simchas Yontif and for Ochel Nefesh. So, therefore, Rame, our Mishnah, in other words, this Bryce, it goes like Rameir, and the Rabbanan disagree with Rameir, like we saw in our Mishnah. Rameir says you could knock it down the Chachil, the Rabbanan don't say that. So Shmuel will say, I go like the Rabbanan, that whether it's Shabbos or Yontif makes no difference. When it comes to Karka, ain't binyan bakarka, ain't, uh, I mean, ain't binyan bakarka, but you can't unravel or cut it, you can, you can untie it. But you can't unravel it or you can't cut it. That, that's also to do on Shabbos or on Yantiv, right? And Rashi says, right? There is stira there. So if you cut it, that's considered demolishing, right? Uh, there is there is binyan and stira in karka. So you can unravel, you can untie the knot because not a permanent knot. But if you unravel the rope or cut it, that's already uh, binyan and stira. That's already demolishing. So Shmuel says it makes no difference whether it's Shabbos or Yontif, the sister applies. Whereas the Bryce that says on Yontif, you're allowed to do that. So that goes to Grameyer, who's more makele when it comes to Yontif. It's not steer it directly, but Grameyer allows that. Rashi says the last line of Rashi, since you're allowed to smash, but there's no steer to rice. The answer goes like Grameyer. Grameyer holds that there's no steer here when, when it comes to uh, the, these knots on on um, uh, untying them, or unraveling them. There's no steer de oraisa there, and it's only on Shabbos. It's only yisur rabbanan. So on Shabbos, it's also but not during the weekdays. Whereas Shmuel would say no, that's steer de oraisa. Says Gemara, Does the rabbanan really disagree 
with Rameir and these Chalsamah Shabbatarka saying that you cannot unravel them or cut them on, on, on Shabbos uh, because it's um, Shabbos uh, on Yontif. Rabbanan say Yontif. It's not machlokes about Shabbos, but on Yontif, uh, the Rabbanan say you're not allowed to because it's it's in the ground. Vatanya modim chachamer Rameir b'chalsamah shabakarka. The chachamer modit Rameir that chalsamah shabakarka shabbos Shabbos matzur avolom afki avolochotach. There they agree. They agree on Shabbos you cannot unravel it or cut it. Beyontif matzur afki avolochotach. But on Yontif you're allowed to do everything to do it. In other words, Rabbanan agree with Rameir. So how can you say? How can Shmuel say? Well, that's Rameir sheet. I hold like Rabbanan. Here you see Rabbanan agree with him. The answer is Shmuel will say, okay, that's that's one brisa. One brisa reads that the Rabbana are to Rameir when it comes to Yontif. But but uh, Shmuel will say, I have a different brisa. It goes like a different Tana. The Tanya, that we learn, right? That part we agree on Shabbos, that uh, these uh, knots in the ground tying up a bore or whatever, or a, uh, a cave that tying up the door. You're allowed to untie them on Shabbos, but you can't unravel or you can't cut. Echad Shabbos vechad Yontif. Ah, here you see that the Rabbanan don't agree with the mayor. That even on Yontif they say you can't unravel and you can't cut. Veshebekli, if it's an if it's an instrument, if it's a utensil, not in the ground. Veshabbos matar below mafkia below chotech. Beyontif matar mafkia chotech. You can do everything. So. The first part of Karka, that, that, answers it, that answers it well. Again, Shmuel says that if it's a seal in the ground, on Shabbos you can only untie it, and, but you can't cut it or unravel it. And same Shabbos and same Yontem, because it's Stira Doraisa. I, Rameir, says otherwise. Okay, he says, I got the Rabbanan. I have a Bryce which says the Rabbanan agree with Rameir. I got another Bryce which says the Rabbanan disagree with Rameir. Because this Bryce, at the beginning of the Bryce, it says again from the top line of the page, the Tanya Chosamashabakarka Matra Velomafkivalochotah, Echid Shabbos Vechid Yanta. Fine. So Shmuel has his Tana that he goes like that Tana, like the Rabbanan Shita, who disagree with Rameir according to this Tana. The problem, though, is. He said, look at the next words. Shebekli told, told now the whole discussion between Ramey and Rabbanu was only Chotamos Shebekarka. But on the Kli, we weren't discussing anything. He said, when it comes to the Kli, it makes a difference whether it's Shabbos or Yantif, right? What did Shmuel start off by saying? Wait a second. If you're bringing a proof to Shmuel from this Tana, but this Tana also says he disagrees with Shmuel when it comes to a Kli. He says, he says, on Shabbos, you could be matar, that's not what Shmuel said. Shmuel said, you could do whatever you want with it on Shabbos. On Shabbos or Yantav, again, if it's a kli, you could untie it, cut it, do whatever you want. Here, this Tana says, and you're saying that, that, uh, that Shmuel goes like this Tana when it comes to the karka, but when it comes to the kli, it doesn't work. So the Gemara says, Tarat's l'chareshi, you've answered the reish when it comes to the Karka, fine. Shmuel has what to stand on. He goes like the Rabbanan of the, uh, the one who like like this Tana of the Rabbanan, who say that Rabbanan are not motor to a mayor at all when it comes to Yantif. There's no difference between Shabbos and Yantif in the Karka. You can untie, but you can't unravel and you can't cut. But the problem is, Shmuel was makel when it comes to the Kli. When it comes to a Kli, you could do whatever you want, Shabbos or Yantif. And this Tana holds, Shabbos, even when on a Kli. So Tarat's Lacharashi answered the ratio of the Karka, you've answered Shmuel okay. Allah Seifakashi, you got a problem with the Seifa now. Because Shmuel was matter everything when it comes to a Kli, and this Tana is not matter everything on Shabbos. The answer is Hamani Rabnechemia. This Brisa, this Tana goes like Rabnechemia when it comes to the Kli, 
And Shmuel doesn't agree with him in that aspect. He holds when it, he's the most machmer when it comes to muksa, and he holds that um, you can't use any kli except for what it's normally used for. So a knife is usually used to cut meat. You can't use the knife to cut a rope on Shabbos. This is what you're talking about over here. In other words, this Tana also is like Rashi says, if you can unravel or untie it with by hand, not using a kli, that's okay. He would agree with Shmuel there. But this Tana says when it comes to using a knife to cut it on Shabbos, no. Why does he only say on Shabbos you may not uh, cut it or unravel it? Yontif should be the same too. Uh, there's no, if that's a malach, if, if that's what he says, he holds a muksa, should say the same thing for Yontif. Okay, maybe this is an, muksa is an Isra Drabonam. So maybe on Shabbos he's machmer, on Yontif, maybe he doesn't make such, maybe there he's makel, and that's why he says, on Yontif you could do whatever you want, open it any way you want. So the Mishani doesn't make such a difference. For Tani, we learned a famous, famous uh, uh, b'raisa. Tani chara masikim bekeilim, memesikim shirekeilim. On Yantif, let's say you have a, uh, a box or a wooden little box, a utensil that you want to use for firewood. You can use that, masikim, you can use that because it's not muk. So, so you could burn that as fuel. Memesikim, not shirekeilim. If it broke on Yantif, if you have something that broke on broke on Yantif, it's mukta. This goes like Rabbi Yudi holds a mukta. So now that you can't you can't be metal it, so it's mukta. You can't use it on Yantif. Tanya another brisa says. So one brisa says you can you can burn or kindle uh, uh, light a fire on a on a utensil, but not on a broken one because that's mukta. Tanya you can use a kli that was here already. Before, on Yantif, or even something that broke on Yantif, as we'll see, that goes like Rabshim doesn't hold the Muktzah. Tanyidach emasikin lobekeim lobeshivrekeilim. You cannot use a kli. You cannot kindle a utensil, even a, let's say a wooden one or one uh, even an earthen one for burn below shivrekeilim and not broken ones. How does that? How do we uh, reconcile these three different prices? And Mishani very simple. Lokasha harabuta. The first one's rabuta. If it's not Muktzah, you can burn it. If they broke on Yantif, those pieces are muktzah. You can't use it. Harab Shimon, the second one says you could you could burn whatever you want. Doesn't hold the muktzah. That's Rab Shimon. And Harab Nechemi, the third one is Rab Nechemi. says you can only be metatel keep what it's used for. So if you had a little wooden box that used for storing something, you can't use it for kindle. You can't use it for firing. Right? You can't use it for for that at all. Right? So if you're speaking on Yantif, ain't not soft tashmishim. Koshim Shivakim, the Noluru, the Shivakim was considered bogus. So Gozak Nechemia, who says you can't use a kli except for what its normal purpose is. You have a knife, it's used for that. Even a spoon can only be used what it's used for, what it's normally used for. A, t- a garment, whatever, you can't use it for some other purpose. So the Gozak Nechemia, and here we're talking about Anyantav, because we're talking about kindling. So here you see that he's ma- Reb Nechemia's matter is, is machmir. Even Anyantav, you can only use a kli for what it's normally used for. So if this b'risa goes like Reb Nechemia, this b'risa that we quoted here, Ramad Aleph, so there should be no difference in Shabbos and Yantav. The answer is Trey Tanai, Libid or Nechemia. There's two Tanai, what Rechemu, Chad Omer, Shani Leishvus, Shabbos, Meshvus Yantav. One Tana, in other words, the Tana, the way it reads the, the, the Brisa at the top here of Lamed Beis Manalaf, that Reb Nechemia makes difference in Shabbos and Yantav. He's on Shabbos, you can only use, you can only, uh, um, un, you can untie with your hands, you can untie this knot, but you can't use, you can't unravel it or cut it with a knife, because Rebbe Chemiyaz, you cannot use the knife except for its normal purpose, and a normal purpose of a knife is not to cut open a rope on Shabbos, right? But on Yantav, he's Mako. Why? Because on Yantav makes a difference. I, this time, it doesn't make a difference. We said over here, when it comes to this, uh, using a broken box, 
or even a full a regular box, the box or a book which you can't use it on Yantav, but all for Kindle. So he makes a difference between Shabbos and Yantav. This is Yantav over here, and he says you can't use it even on Yantav. The answer is this Tana holds that way in Ramnachemya. But the Tana above that we quoted this Bryce, Shabakli Bishabas Matav Lomafkivalochotah, and Biyantav Matumafkivakotah, he holds that Rabnachem makes a difference between Shabbos and Yantav. But in any case, Shmuel doesn't hold like Ramnachemya and when it comes to this Muksa issue on on uh, Yantav. And Shmuel holds that there is no difference between Yantav and Shabbos if, the, if you're untying a door or uh, some sort of a lock uh, in a structure on Shabbos and Yantif, you may only untie it, you cannot unravel it or, uh, or cut it, because that's already stira, that's a Doraisa, that's a binyam stira on a, on a structure. If it's a kli, we hold like basil, ain't binyan, ain't stira, when it comes to a kli, and therefore, if you have um, a, uh, a utensil, it's not attached to the ground, there is no iser minatora to uh, cut it open any way you want on Shabbos or on Yantav. All right, we'll stop here at the Mishnah, and on Sunday uh, we'll start from the top of Lafdaf Lamed Gimel, the top of Lamed Gimel, uh, or the end of um, or the end of Lamed Beis and Beis, the last line and uh, and the top and on the uh, tape for Lamed Beis, uh, we got to the top line of Daf Lamed Gimel, so we'll pick it up from there. Have a good Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom LeKulam.